Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Happy solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all of the celebrations. It's that time of year and I am excited to be here with you and I appreciate you being here with me uh, during the holiday season. Um, on this week, uh, you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with my sh- myself, intuitive business coach Candace McKim. And today we're going to be talking about Finding, bringing in the light and welcoming in the light. Uh, today is the longest night of the year. And so it's really a great opportunity for us to uh, embrace our light as well as our shadow and our darkness. So here on Find Your Hell Yes, we are welcoming more and more light into our lives and our businesses. It's time for us to shine our light as bright as possible and beam more of our radiance out into the world. And so I want to ask you, how do you dim your light? And especially around this time of year, I feel, well, I think all all year long, women in business tend to dim their light a little bit. But I feel like especially now around this time of year, we kind of downplay all of our successes and all of our wins. Or I know I, I've been doing that. Um, how, do you do it to make other people feel more comfortable? And that's something that we're going to explore on today's episode. And the truth is that you will be too much for some people and not enough for other people. So let me say that again, especially if you're one of these people that have always been told that, oh, you're too much. So I want, let me say it again. You will be too much for some people and not enough for others. That's a aha moment, a moment to take a breath and go, okay, let me let that sink in. So in this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes, I'm going to be sharing with you how to create sacred space for you to shimmer and gleam and glimmer all that you have to offer your friends, family, your business, and your community. So as an intuitive business coach, I coach women to move away from fads and trends in building a business, following the guru that tells you you have to do exactly these steps to grow your business and to have a successful business. And instead, I teach and uh, and support my clients to learn how to follow their intuition into a successful spiritually led business. Also, I'm a speaker and an author. I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as creating my deck of oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. And so later in the show, I'm going to be drawing you three cards to take you uh, into the holiday season and to support you in that, in all that, uh, in all your brightness, in all your brilliance. Um, also, I'm thrilled to invite you to dive even deeper into your intuition and to uh, realign with your life and your business by downloading my four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. So you just go to my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com, and you can get my book and cards there. And right now there's a package um, deal on right now. So if you buy both the book and the card, 
rewards, there's a like a little package that you can get them for a little bit less money. And then as well, for free, you can get the four part video series. And if you're listening live, please jump into the chat room and say hi, happy holidays. And later in the show, I will be drawing you a card. And if you want, you can put in body, mind or spirit, and then I will draw you a card. But even if you're listening uh, to the replay, I will be drawing a card, three card spread, body, mind and spirit for all of us to take over into the holidays. And then also uh, soon after this episode, you'll be able to find find your hell yes show on over 450 platforms platforms of radio tv and podcasts so make sure when you go and listen if you're listening to the replay and listening on your favorite podcast platform make sure uh, i would really appreciate it if you liked shared commented followed rate all of the things that they ask you to do that would really mean so much to me okay let's get started the winter solstice and bringing in the light. So you may or may not know that I live in Canada and for a lot of uh, my adult life of raising our children, we lived in Northern Canada, Northern Alberta in a city called Grand Prairie. And we definitely saw the changes of the light. And uh, even where I live now, it starts to get dark in the winter time. And around like today, it starts to get dark around 3.30, 3 40 in the afternoon and then it uh here it's already nine after 9 a.m in the morning and it's not even like it's not even light out yet like it's starting to get light and so we really notice the the light in our where I live and especially in the summertime then it's you know light or where I used to live it'd be light out until midnight it would start to get dusk and then the sun would start rising so very cool experiences so it's a real celebration. It's a real celebration for me and for my community is to celebrate the winter solstice. And where I used to live in Grand Prairie, um, they would have the longest night of the year celebrations. And they would have the longest night of the year uh, in downtown in the city. And they would open up all the stores until after midnight and do like a midnight shopping. I don't know if they're doing it this year because it's really cold there right now. It's cold here as well, but it's really cold there right now. And so I'm not sure if they're doing it tonight. But, you know, this is the time of year that we all have celebrations that reference light. It doesn't matter what religion you are, what uh, spiritual practices you have. There are so many celebrations of light this time of year. I think they said between uh, American Thanksgiving and uh, New Year's, there's something like 23 celebrations of light worldwide. And it's it's because it's uh, it's all about all of us bringing in more light into our lives and into our into our our being, right? And noticing our darkness as well. So it's really a great time to claim your brilliance, to ask source for intention. You know, um, I, I've been speaking about this on my shows this whole month about setting intentions, clearing out 2022, reflecting on the year, celebrating the successes and the wins from the past year as you set intentions and start to move into 2023. It's just such a perfect time to, to claim all the light. So some of the holidays that we have are Diwali, that's November 4th, so I guess before American Thanksgiving. We have Hanukkah, November 28th, or that's, uh, no, I think it just started December 14th. Um, there's Kwanzaa, starts December 26th to January 1st. Uh, then there, or actually, I think Hanukkah started December, just recently, December 19th, maybe. 
uh, lunar uh, New Year's, winter solstice. So there's just so many celebrations. And it's a really powerful time of year. And I really want to, again, remind you about creating ritual and really said, you know, using the rituals, maybe journaling, making sure that you light candles during this time of year, you know, and then later in the show, I want to talk even more about rituals. But I want to talk to you about this power of this, this uh, energy that we have right now with the winter solstice, the equinoxes that, uh, you know, are throughout, you know, spring and fall, and then the summer solstice, they're really a powerful time for us to, to connect to, to the universal laws, to connect to energies, uh, you know, nature and all, like all of that's there for us. And I know um, a few years ago, it was probably seven or eight years ago now, we were still living on our acreage in Northern Alberta. And it was the win- uh, the night before the winter solstice. And it was a full moon. It might have been the night of the winter solstice. And it was the full moon. And I typically don't sleep during the full moon. And so it's quite normal for me just to be up. And I was sitting up in, we have a loft, had a loft in that house. And so I was sitting out, which was my office and my studio. And I was sitting up there and I was journaling and I was journaling and writing and meditating and, you know, sitting in my chair and just reflecting and having that moment, having that time while the whole house was sleeping. It was I, I just can I just bring myself back there right now. And maybe you can do that too, bringing yourself back to that place where, you know, that feeling where the whole house is dark, you know, and I still love doing this right in the, I like getting up early in the morning and the whole house is dark and the whole house is sleeping and you have this time for yourself and to journal and you just have a light on to journal and, you know, reflect and have tea or whatever. Right. And so um, I was doing that and it was the middle of the night. And then all of a sudden there was a bang and that hit our house. And I'm like, what was that? And it startled me. And so I got up and as I said, it was a loft so I could look over the rest of the house. And so I'm standing there and looking over the rest of the house and looking around. And I thought, what was that? Like I did, had no idea. And so I, I, my heart settled and I took a couple breaths and I'm like, okay, I don't hear any other noises. It must be okay. And so I sat back down and finished journaling and then eventually went to bed. So the next morning uh, we get up and I was in the kitchen and my son was in the dining room that had patio doors off to uh, a deck. And it was a very high deck because we had a walkout basement. So it was very high. And then we had a patio below and stairs going down. And so on the deck, which I said was very high, there was a hawk. And it it's what the bang was. It had flown into our house. It had landed on our deck. and there was a skiff of snow on the deck. There was no footprints or any footprints at all onto the deck, but the, the hawk had made a snow angel with its wings and then died right there on the deck. And it was just so shocking, right? It was just so shocking. And it wasn't like our house had, you know, massive windows or anything that, you know, there was nothing there that would have, you know, blinded the hawk or anything, right? And it had died on our deck. And so it was middle of winter, right? It was this time of year, snow. And I didn't know what to do. Like, we didn't know what to do with the hawk, right? We couldn't bury it, 
right? Because the snow and the, the ground was frozen. And so we took it out. We had a woods behind our house. So we, we took it out into the woods and we made like a little altar and we placed the hawk on the altar. And, um, you know, and then um, I, I did take a feather from the hawk. And then I reached out to some of my Indigenous friends and asked them about it because I'm like, what is this happening? Like, why, what is happening here? And one of them said they were, they said, you don't bury uh, birds because they're a flying animal. You don't want to bury them. So that was good that we didn't. And she said that um, it was good that we also, that we took a hawk feather because it was, it was like an offering to us and to spirit in the spirit world. And she also, um, I kept asking, so what does this mean? Like, what, why would this happen? What, you know, um, I see a lot of hawks. I, I, I have other stories of hawks. And I think I spoke about one of another story in an, a previous episode. And um, she says, when that happens, she said to me that when that happens, it's an embodiment. And so now I embody the hawk energy. And what does that mean? It means being the messenger, right? And it was, I believe it was after my book. Yes, it was after my book was written. So like that being that messenger, being the person that travels around and speaks about uh, the spirit world, spiritual world. And my message is really about bringing the spiritual spirituality into our everyday lives, simplifying spiritual spirituality not complicating it making it just a part of who we are and our everyday life and that's what my book is about right it's not about doing yoga or doing spirituality it's about living it being a part of it and allowing it to come into our lives and so i i'm reflecting on this story because I look at this last year and how I'm bringing the message. So at that time, I was bringing the messages through my workshop and through my book and my Oracle cards. And now I'm bringing the message through the podcast, the show, the weekly show that this find your hell. Yes. And it's just an opportunity for you to connect to source and to know the power of nature, the power of this time of year and the energies that are out there that are supporting you and supporting your vision and what you want to, what you're sharing, not what you want to, but you are sharing with the world and that there's signs and messages all around us. And it's just a matter of tapping into it and, and then, and then doing the, and then digging in deeper, right? So it's tapping in, it's being aware of the messages, the signs that are coming to you, the symbols that are showing up, and then diving in deeper into what is the meaning for you personally, right? And what is the meaning for your soul? And how does how does your soul want to, how does she want to keep expressing herself? Okay, this is a this is a hot topic for me. I absolutely love this topic. Um, thank you for letting me share that story. And we're going to dive into this more uh, in a little in you know dive into this even more uh, into what is your truth and how do you share it with the world and how do you not dim your light. Um, let's dive into this more. So it's time for our first break of the show. When we return, we're gonna we're gonna go into this even deeper into bringing in the light. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll dive into bringing in the light and not dimming your light. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? 
We all have an intuition, and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And on today's show, we are talking about bringing in the light. We're talking about the winter solstice and um, all of the rituals and ceremonies and celebrations that we have going on this time of year. And how do we dim? How do you dim your light? Right. The truth is you can you will be too much for some people and not enough for others. So before we went to break, I told you this incredible story of this hawk dying on the winter solstice um, on our deck. And before it crossed over, it did a little snow angel in the snow and then it uh, brought its wings in and then just died. And then I dove deeper into what the meaning was for myself, for my family. And I want you to do this as well. Like how many signs do you get? How often do you see an animal or find a dime or, you know, what other signs are coming to you and how do you keep, how do you dive deeper into what is the meaning for you? And this is what we want to talk about. And we also, I really want to talk to you about how much do you dim your light? Um, I feel like this is a huge thing for uh, women and especially women entrepreneurs that we have a tendency to dim our light. And it's like, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Right. But it's hard not to. I find myself doing it as well. You know, like I was just at a party on the weekend and somebody I didn't know asked me what I did. And it's like everybody's looking at me for me to answer. And it's like, ah, uh, you know, what do I do? You know, and then I just spoke up. I'm an intuitive business coach and I help women connect to their intuition into bringing their intuition into their businesses. And I have a weekly show and I have a book and a deck of Oracle cards. And to be honest, as I'm saying this, I didn't say all that. <laughs> the truth was, I think I said, um, I'm an intuitive business coach and I help women connect to their intuition in their businesses. And I stopped it there. Right. So I didn't go on to say that I have a weekly show or that I have a book and Oracle cards and that, you know, I'm creating a summit and all of the things. Right. 
if he had asked more, then I would have expanded on more. But uh, a lot of people don't know what to do with that information when I give it to them. But it's true, like, especially as women, like, how often do we dim our light? And why are we doing it? This is the thing that I find really fascinating. Um, and something that I really explored as my book was coming out, why do I why do I dim my light? Why do I hold back? You know, um, I guess that's another way of looking at it. Why do I hold myself back? Why do I play down things or minimize things? And I know for me, it's fear. It's fear of um, it's fear of rejection. It's fear of confrontation. It's fear of rejection. It's fear of being too much. You know, I. I don't know if I've been, I don't really feel like I was one of those people that was always told that I'm too much. I've, I've been told that I'm, you know, that I'm the overachiever or that I, you know, have a lot that I want to accomplish and I tend to tend to do it. But um, I feel like this, I think, I feel like you can relate to this though, that, you know, why I feel like it's important for us to, to tap into the why, why do you dim your light? Is and what is the fear? And, and so fear would be the first level. And then what is the fear? And the fear kit for me, I think I feel is rejection, right? The relationships that have ended over my lifetime that hurt. And maybe it's because I was uh going to that, going to that next level or putting myself out there even more, and some of the relationships had to fall away. Um, maybe you can relate to that, like. How often do, as we are growing and expanding, do we feel that our relationships are going to fall away if we are too much or too successful or too shiny and too bright, right? Confrontation is a, was a huge one for me, like that fear of, you know, saying my peace and saying my beliefs and speaking my truth. How often did I feel like, Oh, if somebody cannot confront me. I still feel that way, so especially on social media. Don't say anything mean, right? And they and people do, but that's okay. You know, um, is it okay? It's something I still look at and work work at and uh, talk about, right? If people confront me, if I uh, put out my d- beliefs and my opinions too much, um, fear of being ridiculed. That's one thing that. Um, I remember as a child that feeling of being ridiculed and teased and um, not enjoying that feeling. So those are some of the reasons why I tend to dim my light and hold myself back. And I want you to take a look at what is it for you? What, 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 what makes you, you know, not tell people all of the amazing things you're doing? And I don't mean in a bragging way, like there's a difference, right? It's, it's that puffed up, right? You know, Brené Brown says, you know, we puff up or we close down, right? So I'm not talking about puffing up either and bragging and, um, you know, yeah, exaggerating and all of that. But it's also not going in and hiding who we truly are either. And yeah, and so just really taking a look at how that and, and what's at stake for you when you do that? That's the next question. So the question is why? Like, what is it that you're afraid of, right? And then also, what is it costing you when you ignore your successes, when you dim your light? What does it cost you? What's it cost your spirit? What's it costing you? What's at stake for you on your, uh, for your spirit, for your purpose, right? 
you know, I'm all about helping people connect to their intuition. And it's because our intuition is our soul speaking to us. So our soul wants us to go bright. I say this week after week in the show, your soul wants you to shine bright. It's your ego that wants to keep you safe and on the couch and not getting out there and putting your energy out into the world. So what is at stake for you when you're doing that, when you're holding yourself back from your, your, your pure potential, potential, your true potential, your purpose, your uh, genius, your, you know, your, your light that's here to shine out. What's at stake? And it hurts your soul. It, it holds you back. It doesn't feel good in the long run. It might feel okay then. And, and it's an experience, right? So I, you know, I noticed that I, I held my self back. I dimmed my light a little bit when he asked me what I do for a living. And then, but it's, it's, that's a growing, growing phase, right? There's a growth. So if, as I'm meeting new people over the holidays and talking to new people, I'm going to learn from that. (laughs) This is my intention. I'm putting this out there. (laughs) You're my witness. And I hope you'll do it too. That and whether it's the holidays or not, any time of year that you're listening to this, so that as we're speaking to new people over the next few weeks, you know, how will you uh, not dim your light? How will you speak your truth? Because it's what is at stake for me is maybe Connecting to a potential client, maybe connecting to a potential uh, champion who supports me and supports my work. This is another thing that I have done or and you might relate to is that I make assumptions, right? I assume that the person isn't in my world or in my realm and they don't really know what I'm talking about, right? In fact, this happened uh, not very long ago, a month or so ago, I was speaking to somebody and totally did not think they were into my world at all. And I, I said, I'm an intuitive business coach. And they said, oh, I used, to, and he and he was a man as well. He goes, oh, I used to do that as well. And I said, you did? <laughs> and I said, intuitive? And he goes, yeah, I'm an, I'm an intuitive business coach as well. And I was like, totally shocked and surprised. And so then we could have an amazing conversation. So not assuming and not making the assumption that they're not going to be receptive to what you tell them. And um, this is something that is, I, I think, is really important for us. And as we're talking about what's at stake when I dim my light, what's at stake in my life, in my world, in my business? You know, I didn't make a business connection to that that other gentleman a couple months ago, but you never know, right? You never know what is available to to those to to those connections that you're making and uh, not having the connections with the intention that it's going to support my business, but have, but not making the assumptions that it's not. Does that make sense? I'm going to say that again. So it's not um, making, you know, saying not, you know, showing up and saying what I do and telling people what I do with the intention that it's going to support my business, but it's not also with the assumption that it's not going to support my business. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I try to say it again, right? But just going in there open and um, just going into situations and not dimming your light, telling people what you do, sharing with the world your greatness. Another thing I see with my clients is on social media, they're them dimming their lights on social media and not showing the world and their and their potential clients that they are ready and available to start seeing them as clients, that they've taken this new training now. You know, I see this with my students that come out of my 
food of coaching academy certification training and they you know they're not putting it on social media that i have now taken this training and i'm available to see clients and i feel like that's a real a real shame and that's a real holding themselves back and a real way of dimming their light and so how do we how do we how do we really connect to it and i this is the methodology that i teach in my one-on-one coaching sessions as well as my group and my circle is awareness is the first step being aware that you're doing it being aware that you are holding yourself back that you're dimming your light that you're not showing up in the world in your full expression of yourself awareness is the first thing and then diving deeper into that awareness as i was just saying what is the fear around it? Is it a fear of being too much and people saying things to you? Is it a fear of being ridiculed and teased about it? Is it a fear of being confronted by other people and uh, questioned and judged? Is it a fear of yeah people's comments and judgment? And or is there even a deeper uh, other fears there as well? So that's the first part of the, my methodology methodology that I work with my clients with. The second one is connecting to the intuition, going in and learning how to really uh, or learning what it is that your soul really wants for you and staying true to that, feeling it in your body. Right. When we have purpose, it is embodied within us. Right. Like I there is no way I could ever quit doing my work and speaking about what I speak about because it is embodied within me. And so. You know, you know, the first thing is having the awareness and then deeping, digging deeper. The second one is connecting to your intuition. What is your soul's purpose? Right. And of course, you know, this is what I I, I do work with my clients all the time is connecting to soul purpose and how to bring that into a business and how to um, show your bring your spiritual vision into your business. And then the third is uh, in my methodology is taking the inspired action not doing it in the masculine energy, but instead doing it in the feminine energy of ease and grace and joy and pleasure and not burning yourself out and not doing, you know, like some people and, and doing what works for you. So um, when I got onto the call today, uh, my producer said to me, oh, are you getting burnt out? Like, or are you, you know, I, that's not quite what she said, but oh, have you been going, going, going? And I said, or doing, you know, feeling, I can't remember exactly how she worded it. But I was like, no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, and yes, I have been busy, right? But it juices me up. It excites me. It fuels my energy where, but it get only to a certain point and, and really being aware of that point because I don't want to burn out. I'm a Sag and I, I'm a fire sign and that will burn me out. But it, um, uh, oh yeah, this is what she said. Have you been running yourself ragged? And I said, no, I haven't. And, but I do, I have been busy, right? And that, because that fuels me, but only to a certain point. And then I have to rest and recover and make sure I'm, I'm, you know, okay. Where other people in different signs, they, they might feel the, the busyness too much for them. So really connecting to what, what, how does inspired action work for you and how does inspired action um, allow you to follow your intuitive hits, execute it, make it your make it your own signature way of doing your authentic way of doing it without 
uh, putting pressure on yourself and burning yourself out. This is how what I do and work with my clients with. Okay, it is time for our next break of the show. And uh, when we return, we're going to be talking about rituals more and how you can really connect to the winter solstice today and over the holiday season. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. And so if you're just joining us in the first episode or the first part of this uh, episode, I was talking about a story about uh, a hawk and how powerful this time of year is and the and the winter solstice. Uh, the show is Bring in the Light. And so if you are just joining us, go back and listen to that part of uh, the episode ap- after we're done. And But now we're going to talk about rituals and how we can uh, harness that power and really bring it into our into this into today and over the holiday season um just a reminder i've been speaking about intuition uh, ever since i wrote my book yogini's guide intuition is a choice it's called intuition is a choice because sometimes we follow our intuition and sometimes we don't as well as i created a deck of oracle cards yogini's guide to intuition oracle cards so later in the show i'm going to be drawing you three cards that represent body mind and spirit and we can take this into the holiday season or into the next week to really um, embody the light and bring in the light and welcome even more light into into our into the darkness right now. Also, I'm an intuitive business coach and I coach women on my methodology on how to build your business and bring in your spiritual vision into into your business, um, talking about awareness in your business. And I have a methodology on how to tap even more aware of where you are in your business and how you authentically want to grow your business. How to connect with your intuition is the second step of my methodology and really learning how to interpret your intuition for what your soul really 
really wants for you to do and what is really in alignment with you. Uh, it's about stopping following trends and fads and the guru that tells you you do this these four steps or these six steps to get to this point it's really about connecting with what's inside you and how you work and then the third of my methodology is inspired action and um, taking the, your experiences of life and really shining it out into the world and uh, at the beginning of the show I was talking about pretty wild experience <laughs> with the hawk um, so if you're interested at all in my book, my cards, booking a clarity call with me, a complimentary clarity call, you can go to my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com, and you can see all the ways that we, you could work with me in any of my programs when I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, as well as groups and, uh, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> and masterclasses. I knew there was a third thing I wanted to share with you. All right, so let's get talking about the rituals. And of course, I, I, we're going to do some Oracle cards. So that is part of the ritual that we will be doing. And that is a really big part of my life. I pull cards on the full moon, the new moon every month. Of uh, I pull them every day when I do my yoga practice as well. But I do a full uh, three card spread. On uh, last week's show, I did a 12 card spread. Go back and listen to that episode. It was on uh, December 14th, which was my birthday, and I did a 12-card spread for clearing out the past year and making room for the new year. So that was uh, really powerful as well. And I believe that ritual is uh, and traditions are, you know, they're really embraced that. And a lot of us are yearning for it throughout the whole year, especially if we're not... Um, you know, we don't have a specific community that we spend time with or, you know, um, that, you know, just in our everyday life, a lot of us are really missing uh, regular rituals and having these traditions in our everyday life. And so then during the holidays, we like are full on embracing them. Like, you know, we're just yearning for them all year long. And so how can we bring these traditions into our everyday life, I think is important. And one of the things is doing the cards is and lighting candles and doing the things, having altars is, is really brings us back to center. I, I feel like ritual and traditions, rituals for me, brings me back to my core brings me back to who I really am. You know, as women, we wear hats, so many hats every day. You know, we have the mom hat, we have the wife hat, we have the sister, the daughter, the, the, you know, the school helper or the teacher's helper, or, you know, whatever hats we're wearing, but then really allowing it to come back to, to us and to who we really are in our soul. And so, so this time of year for the winter solstice, Trees are a huge ritual, right? And it's about the lights of the trees, right? You know, <laughs> I don't know about your family, but our family has a discrepancy about what lights we like. You know, my husband likes the colored lights and the, the blue, the green and the red and the yellow. And I like to have white lights, but I don't like, I like the yellowy blue, white or the yellowy clear lights, not the bluey, you know, so this, right. But when we think back to traditions, that was the first, the, the first Christmas trees were lighting candles on the trees, right. And um, they didn't have a lot of other ornaments, but they would light candles. And that's a, a, a tradition that goes back, you know, hundreds of years and honoring that. So today on the winter solstice, just taking another look at the at your lights and and honoring that. And so what we've done is we've compromised. So we have several trees <laughs> in the house. 
And so um, we have some with colored lights and some without and different parts of the house. So that's how we've compromised. But uh, and then outside, I prefer white lights as well. He prefers colored. So he's doing it. Go for it and uh, go for it. Um, but yeah, so that is one of that is one of the very first traditions, right, of the winter solstice and the the holiday season and Christmas is having lights and notice uh, having trees and noticing the lights and the lights around the home and food. Food is a huge tradition for the winter solstice. A Yule log is uh, is one of uh, one of the foods that was made over for the winter solstice. Um, but it's all of the food, right? I have a list. I have uh, time tomorrow, time off tomorrow before the holidays. And I have a list of different foods I'm going to be making for our, our family. Um, I'm, I'm making chocolate covered pretzels with Smarties <laughs> in them. And I'm going to be making olive cheese puffs. And then uh, for the Christmas dinner, we're having it at my sister's. And so everybody is bringing food. So I, I've already made my potato as a casserole that can freeze. And I'll be bringing that as well as I'll be picking up other food, right? And so food is just such a huge part of our traditions. And of course, all the different cultures right, have their own specific food that they really enjoy during this time of year. Another one is shortbread cookies. We have two different kinds, whipped and not whipped. So what are some of the foods that, you know, you just automatically make every year or share with your family or your parents or somebody is making and you just enjoy them and you think, this was me, you think other people are having the same stuff. They're not. Right. And then when you get together and but those are traditions and specific for your family. So really honoring that and taking a moment to reflect and go, oh, these are our family's traditions and these are what we enjoy and what we like. And then, of course, gathering, getting together with each other is, is a huge part of celebration over this time of year. And I know uh, we have, you know, many days of celebrations and gathering with different groups of people over the next week. And it's really, really special and really beautiful. Gift giving is another tradition, right? It's showing our love, right? There out of the five love languages, one of them is gift giving. And so how do we how do we show show that is you know making gifts, putting thought into it, wrapping it, making it beautiful. It's a it's a real ritual, really, when you think about it. Um, some people put more energy into it than others. My my sister is a is a very nice gift wrapper. <laughs> I do not put that much energy into it, but I appreciate it when I get this gift and I'm like, oh my Lord, this is beautiful. I, it's too beautiful to even open. And, uh, but that's not where I like to put my energy is, is I like to wrap, I do wrap gifts, but I don't make them quite as beautiful as her. So another thing we can do during this today and, and to honor the, the solstice is measuring the daylight, measuring the darkness. As I said, where I live in Northern Canada, it is dark around 3.30. The sun is up now, which is 9.42. You know, like at nine o'clock when I started the show, it was still dusk, right? And now the, the light has come up. So noticing the, the daylight and, and noticing that it's going, we're going to start to get, the days are going to start to get longer. But I love the idea of honoring the nighttime, honoring that it's the longest night of the year, right? not the shortest day, 
the longest, right? So we're going into a place of abundance instead of a place of lack, right? So by saying the shortest day of the year, that's sort of lack, right? But if we say the longest night of the year, that takes us into abundance, right? And then, so it's like honoring that. And so what do we do? We light candles, right? Lighting candles and brightening up our area. Making a wreath is a beautiful tradition um, to celebrate the this time of year is the circle, right? The continue, continuation of a circle and bringing in greenery and foliage, foliage <laughs> right? For, you know, bringing the nature inside and honoring it and feeling, getting the smells and, and having it touch all of our senses, the smells. Um yeah, and really observing uh, this time of year and all of the, the the traditions. And one of the other things I like to recommend is journaling, taking the time to journal this time of year, writing out what is what, do, how do you feel about the longest night of the year? What do you feel about this time of year and the celebrations and the traditions? And, you know, what is what is feeding your soul and what is, you know, what do you need to really explore, dive deeper into uh, hold space for in your heart of things that uh, are challenging and hard at this time of year. Um, you know, uh, as you you may or may not know, we lost my dad a, a month ago, and it, it it's it's going to be challenging this year to not have him with us. And what does that look like? And how can we still hold a place in our heart for him? Another thing I like to recommend is spinning a pendulum. I have my pendulum here with me and, you know, and just asking questions. You know, I always like to say, show me yes is a circle and then show me no is a straight line. And when we do this, we can ask questions and just as we're putting it out, like getting our feet on the ground, getting grounded, taking some deep breaths, clearing out our head. And then with our eyes closed, asking a question, a yes or no question, right? And then having our pendulum answer and giving us insight. And a lot of times, just by asking the question, the answer already comes to us, right? Just by asking it and clearing out our mind, the, the answers come to us. And then our pendulum will, will respond accordingly. It will show us yes or show us no. And it's really a great opportunity for us to stay connected to, to source and to what our soul really wants for us. Okay, it is time for our last break of the show. And when we return, I'm going to be doing some Oracle cards using my deck, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle cards. And I'm going to be drawing you three cards, one for body, mind and spirit. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. 
This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all of the celebrations. Uh, it is a beautiful time of year. And also, as I said, it can be a challenging time of year. But welcome back to Find Your Hell. Yes, I'm intuitive business coach Candice McKim. And this week, we are talking about bringing in the light, not dimming your light for anybody and shining it as bright as possible. So now I want to draw three cards for you for this next uh, next week for you to take with you into the holidays. They're going to represent body, mind and spirit. A lot of our oracle cards represent past, present, future. I don't do that with this deck. I wanted to bring it all into the present moment. So that's why it's body, mind, spirit, plus it's yoga in, uh, based in yoga philosophies. And so also just a reminder that um, I also have a book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice. And both the cards and the book are available on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And that on my website, you can find all of my programs, all of my trainings. I have uh, Intuitive Coaching Academy certification program training on there. It's going to be starting in March, as well as you can book a clarity call. And also for free, my four part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. And it, uh, it, I talked a little bit today about my methodology on how to build your business intuitively. And the four steps are in that in that four part video series, and really uh, allowing yourself to really align with your vision and then bring it into your business so that your business will take off and grow. Um, okay, so let's draw three cards. And about bringing in the light, not dimming our light, putting our energy into our business, moving through our challenges that we've had over, you know, that we might be going through right now, or we've had over the past year. And how do we, how do we stay connected to our truth and our authentic self? Alrighty. So the first card for body is forward bend, reflective and spiritual shift. So I haven't had this card for a while. So this is going in, this is doing the inner work. This is what we're talking about is going in. And I love the word that it's reflective, especially during the winter solstice, right? And it's all about light and, and, but this is a time for spiritual, like uh, going in and shifting ourselves spiritually and connecting to ourselves. So let me just read it. Utasana is a yoga posture that encourages reflection as you move into a spiritual shift. Forward bend is not as physical as other postures, but in the gentlest of movement, we find strength and insight. Let me say that again. In the gentlest of movement, we find strength and insight. This is a time in your life where you are undergoing or anticipating a spiritual change, where you may be feeling apprehensive and unsure. Often we go through something like, when we go through something like this, we experience feelings of reflection, sadness, and loss. Treat yourself reverently and uphold introspection. Take time to walk in nature, sit in the sun, turn off the news and follow your thoughts and emotions without judgment. Meditate twice each day. When you're shifting spiritual change and growth, your body requires compassion and kindness. Yes, yes, hell yes. All right, so this is the perfect time for us to really, really reflect and go in with uh 
in with what it is that we are going through, right? And allow ourselves to reflect on it. All right, trust and surrender. So the mind card is trust and surrender, cat and cow, just allowing yourself to trust, releasing as you're going through the spiritual shift and you might be, you know, doing the reflecting, it's trusting, it's it's, um, surrendering to source, allowing source to bring you the opportunities and the situation and and the circumstances to you. And then the spirit card is nourishment and hydration diet. So this is allowed this rituals of the season to nourish you, to bring you joy and abundance into your life and to nourish your soul with, with all of the beauty and the love and the connection and um, spirit really wants you to, to shine your light so brightly at this time. I I think that's a beautiful card. The mind card being trust and surrender. It's like, you know, all that stuff that goes on in your head. It's, it, it, it's really about not getting caught up in the stuff you're telling yourself, but to be, to stay calm and to trust. And if you're, if you get too much in your head, release it to source, release it to spirit, you know, praying, uh, affirmations, all of those things that are going to release you trying to figure it out in your head and release it to spirit. Let spirit uh, take the wheel, if you will. Let spirit guide you and um, give you the messages that are going or uh, bring you the messages and um, that are really going to support you in your vision. So what I'm picking up, I'm going to say that again. So what I'm really picking up for the mind is when you get into your head, when you start to uh, overthink things and, uh, you know, put pressure on yourself, say a prayer such as spirit take, you know, spirit, it's your turn now or spirit take, take the wheel. You decide, uh, I release this, I release this, this to you spirit and, or asking questions and allowing spirit to really, um, to, to bring you the answers. I hope that makes sense. I'm really picking up on that for all of us. And then just keep nourishing yourself with all the beauty and the joy and the light. And I wish you the most beautiful and brilliant holiday season ever and really enjoy time. Uh, Enjoy the light. Enjoy time with the people that you love. Enjoy all the food and the beverages that you that you love and all of the yumminess that the season has to bring. So much yumminess. And uh, so thank you so much for joining me and for listening to Find Your Hell Yes show. I am author and speaker and intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. And you can find all of my programs and trainings on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. And remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you and your soul wants you to say hell yes to life. So have an amazing holiday season and I will be back next week. And next week's show is uh... (laughs) thank you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.